centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, and I I like these things that we're doing the live podcast now, but this is Sifu Matthew. Now, he is a Kung Fu master. He's known is the injury whisper and we're going to get into what that is and he you also have an institute that you founded i do and, i do and what is that it's called the martial arts of wellness martial arts of wellness i don't know why that like was a tongue twister for me but you know you got it. so we're gonna deep dive into mm-hmm. understanding who matthew is his journey and what he does mm-hmm. you know Especially, I'm really intrigued about this injury whisper thing okay. here. So, can we we start with yeah, that? Sure. And then we're yeah, sure. We're gonna backtrack and do a whole bunch okay, of stuff. Okay. So, um, I'm known as the injury whisperer because I've had a incredible um, response to healing injuries that do not respond well to um, both traditional and alternative means. Okay. And this is something that say has been going on the past probably 15 to 17 years, but it's becoming a little bit more mainstream because of um, some of the the people I've worked with as well as the conditions that have healed really fast. Okay. So for example, I'm dealing with a lot of conditions that some are genetic actually. So they're things that where people have been born with let's say deformities where they've been told it's not possible to heal. And I've also had, um, I would say on the other end of the spectrum, it would be extreme injuries like athletic injuries or where somebody's born with a uh, congenital bone issue, okay, congenital arthritic issue where their bones just are not forming properly, so their bones are breaking and they're having multiple surgeries and nothing's working. And so I'm getting a lot of those types of different And they're things. working for you. They're working. Okay, they're working. so, so okay. wait, so yeah. like, is this like a multiple session thing? Is this like people notice it in even just a few minutes or a session? Okay, um, I'll say it's really conditioned, uh, it's condition dependent, depending on like what the factors are, which I want to get into with you later on about like what actually holds something as a condition. Like why does something stay as a disease? Why does it heal? Why does it heal in five minutes? Why does some people it takes seven years and some people it doesn't heal at all? Wow. So um, most of the time it's really fast. So as of late, I would say I'm seeing results usually within three minutes. Well, yeah, because I mean, I, he- I heard you go to like conventions and stuff yeah. like that, and you have a line of people, and like people come and bada bing, bada boom, they walk away, right. and the injuries are gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So, so I want to. I want to. There, there is a lot of that that happens, but it's like both. Okay? okay. Depends on what it is. So there's a lot of stuff that energetically is misaligned, and so what happens is when a person has an injury. The electromagnetism of the body literally will start to deform itself. Okay, it will it will be like in a a, um, a shape or a form that's not conducive to what the body's trying to do. Okay. It can get to a point where the body doesn't even recognize it. So your brain or your nervous system looks at it and it's like, I don't know, I don't know what this is anymore. I don't know what to do with this. So I'm going in and I'm going boom, and I'm telling it what to do, wow. and and I'm aware of what it wants to do, not what I want it to do. So the injury whisperer part is the part of listening 
really, really, really listening really deeply to what is it asking. Not what I want to do, but what does it want first? What does it need? So if I listen to what it needs and then I, I have the ability within me to manifest or harness that force for my training, which we'll, we'll get into in a moment, then it changes pretty quickly because it's looking for something that it hasn't been able to get. Wow. Here's a, here's a really interesting um, really interesting situation. So I would say like the past two weeks, I'd seen two things that were like absolutely astounding to me. And I'm, I'm I would say extremely humbled by, by what I witnessed and, and very grateful because I'm witnessing, I'll call them miracles, but they're making sense to me on a scientific level. So it's like, it's definitely a miracle, but I know why it's happening. And I also know why it's not happening because there's a, there's kind of a law that it follows. So okay. I was, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So law that it follows right. these, you're able to tap in and you can see what injuries, mm-hmm want or what mm-hmm. you know because everything has a purpose and yeah, everything yes, has an intention exactly. so i i want to learn a little bit more about okay, that so okay. like let's say if somebody has um arthritis mm-hmm. what are sometimes in one or two incidences like what was that injury trying to communicate or do or okay, want okay you know so um, we can better understand sure sure so a lot of the times like let's say the arthritis or i'll take someone specific that i'd worked on recently who had that arthritic mm-hmm. condition it was about um, it was about the delegation of power appropriately in their body. Wow! It was about um, how they were delegating their force properly. The feet were not working anymore because there was an abuse of power and force. And so this condition was all about being able to start calming down uh, certain aspects, like other aspects, let's say, like mental aspects and then emotional abuses and getting the energy and the compassion to go back into the feet and to make a connection to the earth and then to start to create a new relationship to it. Uh, so this kind of goes on, you, you know, years ago, Louise Hay became yeah. popular mm-hmm. for the body syndromes sure, and sure. you can heal your life, sure. but really taking in that each part of the body and the body syndromes, sure. um, you know, and the, this is like what you're hearing is more specific to the exact person, yes. but that, you know, it, goes to that that principle that everything has a cause and a reaction totally totally and when we're out of balance emotionally then it starts to manifest physically yes yes, and, and yes. do you find that most of these things are to do with some form of uh psychological or emotional yeah imbalance I, I would say yes and i'd say that sometimes it will then become something that's physical literally that has to be moved physically so mm. we're what i like to say is you know going to the martial arts is Martial arts is about form. If you truly understand the the creative nature of it, not the destructive nature, it's about redeveloping a form. It's about bending elements, okay. bending minerals. So you're training your body to connect to a form by your position, your heart, your direction, absorb that energy, and then manipulate that form. Huh. So what happens is the body itself is a form, right? Yeah. So if a form is designed to be a tree and you try to make it a, a, um, a torch, it's not going to work well. An arm, a finger, has a very specific position. This finger does not do the same thing as this finger. So if I change the form of this to a point where it's overriding, it's, it's as you would say maybe, it's um, purpose or it's intention, it's going to get sick. So 
I have to live in honor of what that power is. So if yeah. I abuse that power or deviate too much from that power, it starts to distort itself in the inner form of it. Mm. And thus it will not function properly anymore. And it will, it will create a series of confusing signals because the body does have its own natural healing template. Yeah. It's supposed to heal itself. It is literally designed to do that. So whenever you have an interference of a force or a form, that's not working properly, you have to ask yourself, what is this form doing? Like, wow. why is this form doing this this way? So, my mind's going... Go, 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 yeah. So what about other, like, you know, so we talked about arthritis, mm-hmm. we talked about injuries, mm-hmm. and those those are definitely, you know, grabbing that uh, identity or name of the mm-hmm. in- injury whisperer. What about, like, um, other health ailments and diseases? Sure. Do you work on that? All, a lot, Like yeah. cancers yes. or, like... Yes. Um, I have a dear friend that's been suffering from like chronic gout and yeah. trying to figure out how to get rid yeah. of that. And so is, it's all... It's all, it's all uh, connected in that I would just say that different, um, different conditions manifest in, for specific reasons. Some will take longer than others depending on how much power you put into creating the condition. Mm-hmm. So since, okay, if, if I always say to people like, they come in and they're like, uh, I want you to fix this in one session. Now, imagine if I brought you a house, okay? I'm a, I'm, you're a contractor, okay? And you're, you're an architect. And I bring you my house, okay? And my house has holes in it and it has leaky faucets and it actually has a structure that was built improperly, okay? It's <laughs> collapsing. And then on the bottom, under the earth, the soil is not even solid enough to hold the house. And I say to you, I want you to fix my house and I yeah. want you to fix it in one session. You'd laugh. It's utterly ridiculous. So the body is the same. And so many conditions are layered and layered and layered. And they need to be removed properly and in pieces. Now, if the energy force is correct, certain conditions, you can unravel them really, really fast. Because the body wants to do it already. It's looking to do it. The resistances aren't there. And the force is strong enough. And that's okay. where the martial arts came into play, is that, is that the, the level of the force has to be very, very concentrated and trained. Okay, so okay. You, you've, you started doing martial arts when you were three years yes. old. And then when did you, you know, dive like fully into it? And then how did you realize, because there's, there's many people that do sure. martial arts, but... There's only one injury whisperer. Right. So right. Um, where did you meet, make that parallel and have that ability to take what you learned with energy and force and forms mm-hmm. and translate that into he- healing miracles? Got it. Okay. I would say it started with the armpits. Okay. It's armpits. <laughs> okay. So I just recollect. This is what I remember. I remember I was doing judo when I was very little. Okay. Judo is a grappling art. So you're basically grabbing and trying to offset someone's center balance or their balance and then you throw them so you learn to use their momentum basically against them and you throw them okay so as a little kid as we three maybe and i started i I would say maybe like five or six years old i was always working with larger people Mm -hmm. and we were grappling and so i remember the teacher would teach us to do certain types of positions like someone grabs you this way move this way they pull you this way turn them that way and what happened was i remember starting to feel things like where someone would grab me all of a sudden I'd start to really connect to them and I'd be like what is the stimulus why is their um, body feel hot here why does it feel cold here what are these sensations that are um, 
projecting onto me? Like, what's going on? And mm. so I started to play with the concept of following what I was feeling versus what I was told to do. Okay. And this was something that took place over the course of many years where, for example, someone would grab me. They were larger than me. They'd start to pull me and I'd feel the body was hot here. So I started moving where the heat was and all of a sudden their body would lift up. Okay. So I want to understand yeah. what's going on. And I started to realize, well, the liver was hot. Okay. So if that part of the body's hot, it means the body does not ground itself ever, which means it has a erratic signal because heat rises. So every time someone's got a hot body, it means they can't really ground themselves well. They can't ground their brain properly, which means that they're going to have a host of problems. They're going to be over aggressive. They're going to have addiction problems. So I was starting to kind of feel these things and be like, what's that? What's that? I was asking myself, like someone would grab and I'd be like, well, they're telling me to move this way, but what if I just go where I feel there's a weak line near the heart? And I realized every time I moved where there was a weak line, their, their arms would collapse. No matter how strong they were, their arms would collapse. And I was like, what, what is this? I want to understand, like, why, why is your body sending off weak signals in one spot, strong signals on another? So if their position, their position mm -hmm. on the earth is like a magnetic generator and they're sending off weak signals, even though their intention is a strong one, but can only be as strong as the weakest part. So I started yeah. following the weak parts and I would be like, oh my God, it's all, it never lies. I was like, the body never lies. It always tells the truth. So if someone presents a strong face or a strong position, but they're weak in one part, you can go there and the body collapses. And so what, now, what is, I, is this something that you would see, something that you would just sense or um, feel? It's, or a, it's, you, a, it's a kinesthetic awareness that I always say that, that seeing comes after contact. So I always tell people, like, you can see it, you can smell it, you can hear it, you can feel it, you can do whatever you want with it once you have a connection to it. So mm. it's contact first. You don't really see anything until you connect to it. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an electromagnetic connection that you make an interpretation of. So I would say first it's knowing. On its, on its foremost uh, primal level, it's knowing. It's literally like because you're connected, so then you know. But mm. you have to figure out what's happening. So you have to first want to be connected and actually hold the connection, not run away, yeah. and then and expand your heat. And then you have to take it apart and figure out, like, what does this mean? What's going on here? And, and layer by layer. So my interest became in how do I heal this thing? Like, instead of knocking the guy over or or um, over-aggressing. So for example, when you feel something's cold, you can switch to heat and then it overrides the system because it means that that person is only able to move in a certain pattern. Mm. So diseases are forms, diseases are patterns, and you have a counter pattern. So I started realizing uh, healing is like combat in that you're going into the energy field of the person and you're feeling what their imbalances are, what their strengths and weaknesses are, and then you're saying, okay, I'm gonna give you a remedy by giving you what you're asking for, what you need. Instead of, instead of going for the combat aspect, you go to, to change the forces and move the forces. This is amazing. Everybody needs this knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need to make sure that this information is everywhere. Mm -hmm. No, because I mean, it makes perfect sense. And I mean, I've, I've heard stories of like kids playing combat mm -hmm. inside of their mind mm -hmm. of like whether they suffer for leukemia or things mm -hmm. like that. And that they see the, the soldiers like eradicating sure. and, and beating, you know, sure. beating down the extra excessive white blood cells or whatever the things are going on. Right. right. Yes. And, um, but you've dug into this curiosity, found a way mm -hmm. to actually 
look at the science of it, shift things, and have measurable results time yes. and time again. Yes. I mean, it, I, it, disease and ailments and pain and suffering and, and just going back to the simplicity of patterns. Mm-hmm. And what does the body want, and how can we shift it, and right. what are we what are we injured from? Right, right. I I mean, what are some of the most fascinating cases that you've worked on? I mean, you know, I would say first of all, I want to go back to what you just said because I'm I like how you you um, framed it that we're so extraordinarily um, expansive and able to do these phenomenal miracles every second. Every second we're alive is a miracle because of how we can connect to force, change it, manipulate it, have another opportunity, feel something different, sense something different. I mean, it's so vast. If you take a moment to go in and listen and connect to it. So that that experience for me in healing became so vivid that when I touch or when I connect to someone, I want to hear everything so that I can understand the one thing or the two things that need to go first. And so in doing that recently, I, I have seen, um, this was really interesting. So there was a gentleman that I worked with up in um, Duke, uh, Duke University. Okay. And he was paddle boarding and he cracked his paddle and he stabbed himself in the leg. So the Oof. paddle broke and apparently, so he goes to the hospital and they think he's fine. They wrap him up, they send him home and then he breaks out with this horrendous fever and they find out that he has a flesh-eating bacteria. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah, really serious, okay? And he was actually, he works with someone who I work with, and they're business associates. And so um, the guy that I work with called me, and he's like, you have to help this guy because he works for our company. Number one, number two, I'm worried he's going to die. But also, um, he's like, we got to get him back to work here. And so I was down there, and I said, let's let's see. Okay, I'm, uh, you know, I've not worked on that, but but I know I can heal wounds really fast. I've seen that. Like, wounds heal really quick when I get near them, usually. So I went in, and he was laying there, and he had no sensation in his foot. Um, he had really intense pain. Um, wasn't able to really stand on it. And basically, there was, there was like, he couldn't feel the foot. So there was kind of, like, intense pain in certain areas, but then numbness. He hadn't gotten the sensations back. So we spent about probably 20, 20 to 30 minutes the first time, and it, like, healed dramatically he got probably 80 60 i would say 60 percent of the sensation back inflammation went down all the pain spots disappeared and then second day we came back he was walking around okay he went to the he went to duke university the third time and the doctor was like wow and he said you know this is like he goes i haven't haven't seen this um happen he said this is really healing like ahead of schedule like i'm really happy with this now so totally changed yeah, and that was uh, not really... only had a, sc- a schedule. You you know yeah. he he didn't die. Right, he's right, alive. right. <laughs> Plus, bacteria yeah. is gone. <laughs> yeah, well, the the bacteria I guess had already kind of remissed a little bit. But okay. what was interest what was interesting about it was that you know they didn't know how much function he'd get back and what time. They were still worried like is he going to get all his sensation back in his foot because they didn't know. What's interesting was when I went to work on him, I did not work on his foot. I went to his liver. I worked on his liver for fifteen minutes. And then after I worked on his liver, I said, now your foot should heal. And it started to. And he started to get the feeling back. Then I went to the foot. Because he had so much medication in his body that had basically thrown his system out of whack that the body was not uh, responding uh, properly. So the liver was not signaling the foot to heal. It was basically in shock. His liver was in shock and his nervous system was in shock. So Mm. I helped that stabilize itself and did what it wanted first, not what what I would have normally thought, which is, okay, let me try to 
go to the no but it's not what it wanted the body wanted stability first so first the stabilization of the body then i could play with the cells and see if they would if they would respond because otherwise you're dealing with like a big monster in the corner and nobody's dealing with the monster and the monster's screaming and you got to make sure i i like that you get to the root of it yeah and you know, you're, you're not utilizing the common sense. You're utilizing what you're actually hearing and intuitively picking yeah. up on. Yeah. And I think so much people in our society nowadays want to just put a Band-Aid on it or they right. go exactly to where the, the issue is. And I see this in therapy. It's like somebody comes in with a presenting thing. Hey, I want to work on this. And I'm like, right. yeah, that's not even what you're talking about. It's way over you're, here, you're right, you know, and we right. need to pull this you're out. Right. Otherwise we yeah. can fix that. Yes. And then you're right. just going to move that over here and have right. another issue because right. it's, it's the same root is right. there. Right. And so you're working on the roots of these issues yeah. so that people can heal absolutely other areas of their life and have that balance. Yes. So from, from six being able right. to sense people's armpits right. and and dive into their weak spots and um and to really you know understanding what that was mm-hmm. and how things could be different and healed mm-hmm. and make people stronger instead of going after just their weak spots when did you start to actually uh, notice healings or you know like at what age did you start having it's these effects really interesting okay so I noticed that I was able to heal people when I was I was probably like maybe 9 to 11. So I was doing that at times. It was a natural inclination to do. Like some kids dance, I healed. And, <laughs> and I, it's true. You know, some kids like to dance. Some kids like to sing. I was like, let me put my hand on that. Like when people had issues. So something I was naturally doing. Um, I played a lot of sports when I was younger. And so I would do that. But here's an interesting, uh, interesting piece. Okay. I broke my body horrendously. And uh, from, from, I would say, from like early ages as well, I was very hyperactive. So I wasn't really able to fuse my, my abilities and the development of my abilities into my constant, ever-present reality because I had a lot of disturbance. Very mm. difficult childhood. Very, very difficult. And as I said, I was, I was um, involved in a lot of accidents and injuries that basically left my body like completely broken by the time I was 24. And so I use this to heal my body of everything I had before I really went out publicly because I was in a position where, um, I'll give you a little, a little bit of, um, okay. so I was drinking when I was nine. There was a lot of stress. Okay? okay. I quit when I was 22. So while I was also extremely sensitive, I you was not, it. yeah, yeah. And, and also at the same time, like there were like two realities. One reality is the internal reality of feeling and knowing. And the other one was what you're being bombarded with on the outside, which is overwhelming. And then you don't have the tools to shift it yet. So even if you can feel it, you don't know what to do with it. You don't have the skill set to shift it. Um, my teachers were not about healing. My martial arts teachers were not about healing at all. They were much more about combat. They were fighters. They were military men and fighters. So they didn't. They they had their own wounds. They were carrying wounds. Yeah. I was aware of a lot of their wounds, but I didn't know what to do with it, and I didn't know how to deal with um, the ones that I had. So, in going through uh, getting sober at 22, and then learning, eventually delving back in and looking from my energetic perspective of how these fabrics wind, and then understanding, wow, if I use force and form this way this can heal really quickly Mm. versus what people are doing. I started to put things together. Now I had shattered my ankle, like seriously, I had broken the ankle twice and had a bad surgery that cut my nerves and left me like, like with burning pain. And then also like by the time I was in my, like I said, 
mid twenties, I felt like the uh, ankle was done. I felt it was like, this is done. Like it's arthritic. It's messed up. Um, same thing with one of my fingers, this finger I broke in 13 places. There's a little bump there, but they said they could, they couldn't pin it. And they said that I'd never move it again, or they didn't think I was going to move it. Um, the wrist, yeah, moving it fine. Wrist, same thing. Collarbone, also, I broke. I have like a slew of injuries, including was like, this like massive car accidents? I or? did. I actually did have a car accident. So I got hit by a car when I was nine. Okay. Um, that tore my leg open and basically caused a, a whole other slew of issues. Um, so that was but, a trigger for you to start yeah, drinking. I was kind, yeah, I was kind of like like I was pretty wild. Okay. I didn't fit into any mold. It was not possible. I was not ever going to fit into any mold. No, I mean, and you're I sensing think... energies at six and yeah. realizing that you can manipulate people's <laughs> by, by tapping into the their hot and cold spots. Sure, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. that's not an average six-year-old. <laughs> exactly. And, this, and anyways, I had hot spots. So I was like, I was on the hot end of the spectrum. And there, there was, I would say, like, um, I was always healing. And then I started getting more serious when I was probably... Now, in, in my late 20s was when I started coming face to face with my injuries and saying, like, I have to heal this body and I need to do it myself. I tried everything. Nothing worked. Mm-hmm. And I started looking at it very differently. And that's when I went in again. And I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to study this and I'm going to study it for, for if I have to thousands of hours and I'm going to sit there in silence and I'm going to look at this and I'm not going to come out until I know what's going on. Because I was able to connect energy. I understood why people were sick. I understood why. Um, the problems were there, but wasn't deep enough. Wasn't deep enough. The force wasn't wasn't uh, bound through the yeah. heart and the bones to create a fire. I mean, like a fire, and to understand the difference between okay, you pick something up, you understand it, now do something with it. And how do you do? How do you get it to move? Yeah. That's the mind heart. That's the mind heart working together. Yeah. And so I spent a lot of time studying directions. Uh, where we face. Why is it cooler in the north? Why is it hotter in the south? How come if I move this way or even turn my finger a tiny bit, it changes? Why, what's changing in the body rhythm? If you write your name and you change it just a little bit, well, it's not the same signature. Yeah. So we're always moving energy. We're always creating something. So that means shouldn't I be able to recreate my health? If everything's a form and shape, why can't I channel the proper energy into the body if I follow the laws of science? So mm-hmm. I sat a long time, a long, I still do it by the way, hours where I'll face a direction, I'll hold my position, I'll pull energy through my body, and I'll listen, like what's going on? And I do that all the time. Still part of my practice to listen what's happening. What the do I master mean? is always a student. What, only, only a student. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look. Anything that I would do when I come into your energy field without listening to what's going on would be a waste of both of our time. So mm-hmm. uh, people say, like, do you read books? I'm like, I, I listen. You're my book. Every person <laughs> that I come to, every room I come into is a book for me. Why? There's so much information. There's so much information. But, but you got to sit and you got to make the connection through the heart. And, and you got to be still enough to calm the mind to listen and then you and then you can start to process it and that you know that's the martial art part of it that's the art uh-huh. now my my little head was going off in little yeah, directions yeah. uh so with injuries and fixing problems mm-hmm. what about helping people create desired outcomes mm-hmm. yeah do you it, it, have totally. you been able to yeah. do that like yeah. whether it, whether that is on a physical form on an emotional form on a on a on a psychological form like let's say somebody doesn't want to just eradicate something mm-hmm. out of their life or fix something let's say somebody wants to bring something in sure you know 100 percent. that works the same 100%. way because what you know really what my focus is power so my focus is 
if healing is, is about power and balance. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the, the right power for yourself, your body heals itself automatically. Okay, perfect example would be someone's perfectly well and healthy, and then all of a sudden they something goes off and they decide, you know what, I'm not good enough. I want to have more of that. Whatever it is, more money, more cars, more women, more more substance and they start chasing that point so at that point they're out of balance yeah they're creating an addictive cycle and their power goes like this it disperses and it dissipates so they can't ever really feel their power because the power can't be converged in the body it goes and it starts dissipating so whenever people go into those states they cannot be healed until they're willing to pull the energy back and go back into what their power is not their idea of what is powerful Mm -hmm. so in helping people, and I, I do, I work with a lot of corporate executives and athletes as well, and I get them to go deeper into the power source of the body so that they can feel what's really theirs, what they have. Then you could access something else and pull it and hold it and manipulate it and utilize it. And yes, you can create something, but you can't create something unless you know what you are, unless yeah. you understand like what is my force really, what's true. So perfect example would be if someone says, oh, I'm going to manifest this or I'm going to manifest that. Well, it may not be in alignment with your power and ability. It may not be in alignment with what you're supposed to do. So if you go out of alignment with what you're supposed to do, for example, someone uh, becomes a sex addict. So Mm -hmm. that's not the natural function of the body. The body has a rest cycle. It has a cycle of needing to replenish itself. So if you're not replenishing yourself regularly, well, then you're out of your power. Yeah. And if you want to maintain that behavior, well, guess what? You will be sick on some level or another. So you can uh, re-manifest a new, a new condition around it by understanding how to control the electricity. Mm. So the magnetism or the electromagnetism is what uh, spurs everything into motion. So you go from that, that level, deep, deep, deep in that level, and then it opens. And then you're coming from your core, coming yeah. from the core heart. And, and you're coming from your truth. And, yeah, only, yes. And that that makes complete sense. I'm just going to, like, uh, you know, the psychology of people sometimes with, you know, and how they want something, let's say, like, even, like, so you said sex yes. addict, but even as simple as, like, uh, thinking that they want this certain relationship or this person because it fits whatever realm that they're they're attracted to that right. person because of status or this or right. what, or looks right. or that but it's not in alignment with right. them right. it's not what they really want sure. and it's not what's really sure. allowing yes. their energy and their self to be happiest right. right right and so then they end up having anger issues or frustration or there's these other right. problems right. that manifest right. and sometimes a lot of sickness too. a lot of sickness we don't know you know i would say what's really interesting for the most part is we don't even know why we're attracted to things a lot of times. And I, I always tell people, um, when I train people, I tell them, sit a long time before you make a decision and look at what you feel extremely deeply in relation to that. How many times have you chased after someone in a relationship and it ended up being a calamity? Like, not what you thought it was going to be, but you were so convinced. Yeah. Why? Because there's so many reasons that we're attracted to things. So one part of your body might be like, I want to, you know, the liver might be like, I'm, I'm unbalanced, so I need to conquer, I'm not happy, I want this. Meanwhile, the heart wants stillness. Well, yeah. that's the battle of forces. 
that's the battle of, of harmonizing the elements because you have to get your elements to communicate with one another and be like, okay, wait a second, guys. I'm in charge here. My, my heart's in charge. Nothing yeah. else is in charge. So anything that pulls me out of balance, I have to put in line. And that's the martial aspect of it by saying I will reshape my tones. I will reshape my force. Nothing will reshape me. I will reshape based on my wisdom, based on my connection and my wisdom and my listening and my discernment. So how can people learn to do this for themselves, to learn to listen more, you know? Yeah. It's a, you know, I, I say there's practices. So I have, I have um, little videos I have on my website that, okay. that I train people. Number one, like how to hold force, how to understand force, how to open the heart a lot. So the more electrical capacity you have, the more you, you have the ability to hold more. Because the, the electrical receptors are open, they're higher. So when they're open and you work on opening them, then you actually can receive or hear or bind more to yourself. If you close, if you close the mind or you close the heart, it won't work. If you open to receive everything, then you will get everything. If you open to only receive a certain thing, you won't see everything. So you've got to really open to be like, okay, what's, what is here? I'm, I'm honest enough to witness and to, to feel it and to connect to it. And then let me see what, what's real. Like, let me classify it neutrally and not just be like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Because it's wrong. You'll make a mistake. Yeah. You know, think of it like a com- – it's great. Combat's a perfect example for this. Why? Let's say, let's say, you know, you're in a position, someone pulls out a weapon or, yeah, you're on the street. Somebody pulls out a weapon, okay? So there are multiple ways that that can play itself out. Yeah. There's, there's like a thousand potentialities, okay? Or more. But, or more, but you want to pick the potentiality that obviously is going to be the safest potentiality or outcome for yourself. And so that means that you become aware. The more potentialities you're aware of, the more you can protect yourself or get up and run or take exactly the right move that you need to then leave and run. Or if you had to incapacitate someone, do it without hurting yourself. But it's that ability to have more potential because you're paying attention, because your, your yeah. focus is pure. And your channels are open to make a connection. Okay. So opening your channels. Yes. Sitting with that. You have yes. some of these uh, I do. videos. Where mm-hmm. can people find them? Um, you can find them on themartialartsofwellness.com. And there's a store there. So you can get online. Okay. Go to the store. And there'll be a breakdown of about four videos. And it goes through different, different things you can do. So... Some of the videos, uh, one of them is about literally the martial arts of wellness positions. And so those you learn to master your elements. So they teach you how to control your water, how to control your fire, how to control your air, um, which direction to face, how to use them for um, dealing with certain conditions or problems. I'm going to be downloading all of these It's great fun, by the way. I'm going to be going to Griffith Park tomorrow (laughs) and being like, all right, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you know, what's really interesting is that if, if you don't, Imagine like movement, okay? Since everything's always moving, right? Inside the body. So if you introduce a new move and you hold it for a long time, well, isn't that going to do something spectacular? So let's say a person's always like this. Even when they do their yoga, they're like half kind of depressed. They're not really in the right position. So their electricity never goes to a new zone. And I say, you know what? Turn around and face south. Okay, why? South is a heating direction. So I'm not even going to ask you to do it because you're not smart enough to do it because you can't. It's, it's greater than you. But I'm going to put you in the direction and the position that creates an electromagnetic pull. And it's going to just pull your cells. Whether you like it or not, it's going to pull your cells. So I'm going to use science and what is already there to create the healing versus me trying to do it myself. 
Yeah. That's the smart part. Because you go, okay, forces are greater than me. Why don't I use a force that's greater than me instead of trying to do it myself? So even in the healing process, when I'm going into the body and I'm feeling something or connecting to it, I'm going to use a force that's greater than myself. I'm just going to help direct it. I love that. And, um, okay, so people can learn this. Mm -hmm. They can hold these postures. They're going to have miraculous healing. Mm -hmm. And besides that, though, you know, you do a lot of one-on-one sessions with people. Yeah. And you travel all over, right? So yeah. people can find you, even though yeah. we're, we're, you know, doing this in Los Angeles here, and you spend a lot of time in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and where else are you mostly? Um, in New York. New York and New York Los- a lot. Los Angeles, Miami, North Carolina. Um, planning some stuff overseas shortly. So Israel. Okay. Um, UK. Yeah. Okay. And what about like, uh, do you do like live workshops? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I do a fair amount of live events or workshops where I will do, let's say a healing the evening before where I'll teach a small subject and then I'll do a group healing and then I will bring together, let's say, um, a series of topics that I want to teach, like how to understand the electromagnetic force of the heart to remove wounds, like to get wounds out of your field for good, like how to actually understand how the pathways flow and get them out and go I mean, very I just deep. Need with to them. like study Let's with do you it. for Let's a, have a everything. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like I'm I'm like so mesmerized. I'm I'm like diving in and I'm like oh yes 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 I want to learn that. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it seems like um so yeah okay so we take a subject like that and just you know go thorough with it. My my feeling is that. A lot of this is not, it's the system, but it's like being in the presence of the creation of the system in mm-hmm. the sense that the system flows through me, but obviously it's not just me. It comes from knowledge prior. It also comes from all of the different uh, electromagnetic fields in a sense that I work with that have their own information. So I'm carrying that and all I want to do is make sure that you get it so that when I'm working with you, I try to become very precise to show you, no, move this way, no, turn this way, no, do that. Do you feel a difference in that? Yes, I do. Oh my God, wow. That's the difference between healing a kidney and not healing a kidney. Yeah. That's, that's the difference between like, you think of like uh, tightrope walking, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to like have too much of a deviation. Yeah, <laughs> you've you got to be pretty precise. Yeah, and and it's, it's, a, it's like archery, okay? But you, you're going even more precise. Why? Because you're going into all of those little, little minuscule electromagnetic uh, particles and interactions and you can feel them like they're there if you sit long enough and you're like you make a connection you just hold that connection you'll be like whoa like whoa so the workshops are geared toward helping people make a connection for themselves so they can start to uh, hold that utilize it harness it have a language to work with versus like like doing it mentally okay so a lot of times i find that healings fail and it's something that i thought would be interesting they fail when it's mental okay so it's not going through the vital force the electromagnetic vital force it's only happening on one level so Mm -hmm. a lot of times um people don't have a strong enough connection to the body electricity the earth electricity and therefore they can't really harness the power needed let's say to move the condition for themselves so part of the reason why i'm training people to learn how to ground properly and how that works and how to move minerals and how you work with them is so that they can have a common knowledge of like when they're in or when they're out. Yeah. Because otherwise what happens is they, they're like trying to do something and never moves. And, and look, some injuries are very difficult. There are certain things that are very difficult to move and I know that. There's certain things that could be very easy to move. And 
The difficult ones, go ahead. What about the, is it in your belief system or have you noticed that sometimes the things that are difficult to move, there might be a lesson that somebody oh, needs to learn? Oh, you only, know? only, yeah. only and always. It's always a lesson. Like no matter what, everything that they anyone has is a lesson in how to be, how to listen, number one, to what was being asked of you. Number two, how to master that condition or problem. Yeah, and then really. how to put it back to where it is. But sometimes, you know, someone might have a lesson that's not healable in this lifetime, but it doesn't mean healing is not happening. Just because you mm. don't see it at the surface. Um, someone who has like, uh, let's say, a certain condition where the legs are not going to work in this lifetime. They're not. Or they'll come in and let's say they're, they're born almost uh, quadriplegic. And you're not able to turn it around. Because it doesn't want to. Because it has its own... Uh, desire to be what it is for its own purpose to learn something or to give a lesson yeah so that's what it I doesn't was... mean that there can't be healing on other levels yeah. so that's also like an understanding of like like what is healing healing is healing is change is transformation that's yeah. what it is it's yeah. power and transformation absolutely and and healing on so many different levels because i mean let's say if you're not able to reverse you know somebody that's quadriplegic or something sure. like that in this lifetime because they're they came in to have that experience sure. but maybe they built up some resentment or anger totally. or, or you know and that needs to kind of dissipate so that they can allow themselves to yes. accept their self yes now here's a really interesting thing um i've never seen uh, certain types of conditions that i work on they do have a same characteristic to them meaning it's, it's not going to deviate so a lot of times, like, I'll get contacted by a person who has a specific type of condition. They're always going to be difficult when I talk to them because, they're, because they have the condition. And that condition says, like, if someone has something where it says, I can't move my limbs, well, they're going to be difficult. Perfect example is this. Um, often, I've a few times actually seen people who've had that kind of condition on the street. And I literally have gone over to them and I've said, you know, I am so-and-so. Here's my website. Here's my card. I'm totally legitimate. You can look me up. I will do a free healing on you. And I will try and help you if you want to set up a time or come over. I will do this for nothing. I charge uh, normally a lot to do this, but but I'm I will reach out and help you. Not once have I ever gotten a call. Number one. Mm -hmm. Then, um, oftentimes, there are certain types of characters that, when you bend to their will, they don't heal and you don't heal and you get sick. So they carry their sickness into your field and they want to make you part of their sickness. Yeah. Like for example. Someone who uh, can't afford a service, and I'll be like, you know what, it's fine. I'll do it anyways, okay? And then they're like, well, I can't do it this time, this time, this time. I can only do it at this time. So I'm like, okay, we're done. Yeah. We're finished because you don't want to heal. You're not interested yeah. in having the relationship. So I think the problem is that people don't know when they don't want to heal because everyone, everyone says I want to heal. Nobody wants to be in pain. But the question is how, how far do you want to go to really look at what you're being asked to learn? Yeah. And, and do you want, can you humble yourself enough to say um, – I don't know. I want to. I want to learn something new, and, and, it, and, and I'm, I'm willing to take in anything, and I'm willing to do whatever. Um, obviously, within realms of reason, that is going to heal me. Yeah, heal the condition. And, and, and mo uh, not most people, but a lot of people have a difficulty mm -hmm. with that, right? Because yeah. people don't like to look at the mirror reflecting back right. at them that you know there's a causality here that is you, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, right. and, and, you know, like when you gave the example of the arthritis with the control 
You know, mm-hmm. some, sometimes people don't want to believe that they have a, a control issue or something right. like that, you yeah. know, or whatever yeah. the case may be. hundred percent. I, re- I recollect this blew my mind and I remember this and I remember talking to uh, a teacher mm-hmm. one day and I was talking about, um, you know, I said, I got hit by this car, you know, when I was nine and there was this very long pause and he said to me, when you understand that you hit the car and you did not get hit by a car, he said, you hit the car. He said, when you fully understand that, then you will heal many layers of this. Beautiful. So much. We could, yeah. we gotta do another one of these because I mean we could be diving in for you know. But um, you know to kind of wrap up for today, um, what would be some what would be something that you would want to leave people with? Um, I want to leave people with a a very very deep sense of encouragement. Yeah. Number I mean, one that that um you don't have to reach out there outside to make it happen you have to sit inside and connect to your power you have to learn like slowly to connect to your power number one if you don't feel powerful you will not heal it if you feel off balance or nervous you won't heal it you have to take time enough to start just working on that and to feel where where is my power where is my life where's mine my individual one where's yours do i feel full of it or do i feel separated from it or am i not feeling at all am i so far off from that so that's one lesson that i'd love to get through to people and then also to understand that um you're you're being given a gift so your heart your body um the incarnation that you have it is an utter blessing if you take time to feel it to connect to it and to see it in its simplicity and to honor it you can do miracles in a very simple way it's right there. It's like, it's so close. It's like, it hits you in your face. It's like right there. Oh God, that just touched me really a lot. This guy is the real deal, everybody. Um, I, I, I've been working in this industry for a while and uh, I meet lots of people, but somebody that knows your stuff inside and out and just vibrates and radiates authenticity integrity and truth i mean uh i would definitely recommend everybody to go to his website find out where he is where he's located hopefully we have him back here at liberate hollywood sometime yes. for some events yeah. um i'll definitely be here, you know so, yeah. and i heard that you're going to be starting to doing some youtube stuff mm-hmm. and, and uh yes. many other interviews and shows he's going to be on documentary soon and uh so many things so tap in learn because it's clear that you've taken this lifetime to really learn and master and continue to learn and master. So I'm excited to see what your unfoldment is three years, five years from now as you continue to adopt and download and integrate. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been a pleasure here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Join us next time.